connecting. Jess, 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 Jess. <laughs> we are live, baby. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Very well. It's great this to have you on. Exciting. Being live. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, well, I've never done a- this. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. First first time for everything, eh? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was it was your first time doing mocap, was it not? It was. Yeah. It was my first time doing mocap. Um and it was it felt like such an easy fit in a way. It felt like I should have been doing it forever. And why is that? Because of the theater background that you have or just the yeah? Exactly. It's like this beautiful kind of space that melds the extraness of theater in a way with the beautiful nuances that you can achieve in, in film and TV. So it was kind of this this nice hybrid. I've got so much to ask you about this process and, uh, and all the stuff you've done. But um, first off, thanks for coming on. And uh, how are you? Happy to be here. I'm good. I'm good. I'm like, is this really echoey where I am? Oh, it's a little bit echoey, but that's it's all good. I'm There's- so sorry. I'm in a kitchen. Oh, it's um- fine. <laughs> I've, it's it's fine. At least yeah, I'm we sure can- you've heard worse. Yeah, I was going to say I've heard yeah. a lot worse over the over the many interviews. Uh, people are very happy to have you in here. Um, John says she's beautiful, so that, that's a good way to start the day. <laughs> oh, honey. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, John. Um, so talk to- um, Yeah, go ahead. Please. No, I was just going to say I'm doing great. I'm in New York City. I oh, leave tomorrow. Yeah, I, I was here just for to like to visit friends, to see some shows to leave Canada because I hadn't left Canada since before COVID. So that was nice. And, um, yeah. So is Broadway back in, uh, Broadway's back. Oh, nice. So did you see Mm -hmm. a Broadway show or. Mm -hmm. I saw three shows. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And what's the top one? What's the recommendation? Oh, there's this show called Dana H. And it's one woman on stage and it's a transcript of uh, an event that happened in her life. It's her being interviewed about it and they play her voice over the speaker and the actress lip syncs the whole play. And it sounds like, how could this be compelling? But it is the most like edge of your seat performance. Me and my friend were like jaw dropped at at the end. We were like, People are calling it documentary theater. Like wow. there's a new genre called documentary theater. Yeah. That sounds anyway. awesome. It's when I get cool. over there next, I might have to check it out. What's it called again? Dana H. Dana H. Like the name Dana and H. Yeah. Nice. So, so you- you're in Australia? I am. I'm in Australia. 8.30 a.m. at the moment. Melbourne. Oh, I love Melbourne. Have you been or not? I have been. Oh, I you love have. It. My, one of my best friends in the whole world lives in Melbourne, and I can't wait to go back. I, I love it a lot. Were you here for holiday or work? Soon. Yep, holiday. Yep. And I really only spent time in Melbourne and Byron Bay, 
And I was uh, yep. charmed by both of the places. So. <laughs> well, Melbourne's a little bit like uh, Canada in a way, a bit like Toronto, I've found. When I went to Toronto, very similar. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's you guys have great restaurants. You have, like, you know, that kind of vibe of there's a, there's a youthfulness, but there's also, like, a, a sophistication. And, mm. yeah, I, I loved it. So were you born? Were you born? You were born in Canada, right? And raised in Winnipeg, yeah. Yes, which is a country right in the middle of. I mean, sorry, it's a city. <laughs> it's a country right in the Can- middle of the globe. Um, no, it's a city in the middle of the country, um, and uh, it's very cold, and it's kind of isolated from the rest of the country. And, uh, but it's, a, it was an interesting place to grow up. Like you have to make your own entertainment. So it's all good. So are you still based over in, in Canada or are you in working in LA these days? Um, I'm ba- I'm still based in Toronto. I still live in Toronto. Um, but I usually spend a lot of time in the winter specifically in Los Angeles um, but yeah, I'm, I'm playing around with where I want to be based a little really? bit. Cause I was, I'm guessing as an actor, you sort of have to be near LA or not? Not necessarily. No, no? I mean, no, the, the thing is, and this was happening before COVID, but we as actors do a lot of self tape auditions, meaning we're taping the auditions ourselves and then we send them to a casting director. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that because of that model, people are realizing they can actually live wherever they want. And then when if they get hired on a job, they would relocate for that amount of time. But you don't necessarily have to be in any specific city to audition anymore. So does that change? Do you reckon that the last few years has changed the game completely? Yeah, I mean, it, again, this was happening before COVID, but COVID's definitely reinforced it because yeah. we couldn't go into a room anyway. So yeah. um, I think that's not – I think that's just going to, like, keep being the norm, um, yeah. which is cool with me. So talk to us about this game. I mean, this this performance, I was <laughs> – I'll tell you what, this, this was the best character in the game, just quietly. <gasps> just quietly, okay? And I'm not just saying that because you're here, okay? Seriously, phenomenal performance. I'm like, Thank who is so who much. is this woman? She's unbelievable. <laughs> and then I then I realized who it was. But yeah, how did it all come about? Uh, first of all, thank you so much. I <laughs> so deeply appreciate that. Um, I love her too. Uh, it came about. I had auditioned, maybe like six months, nine months before I heard anything. It was like a long time. Um, And I think I was maybe the last person to be hired, actually, like the last actor to be hired. Um, I think I know why. I think I know why. I think the character was meant to be male at first. Maybe. Yeah. It's possible. I know that I I do know the character changed a lot Mm. um, as they were – creating the game and as they were writing. Um, and so, yeah, I, I auditioned and, and 
they liked me and, and that's about it. Um, she was one of, if not my favorite character to ever play. Mm, um, I got that sense. Being, <laughs> being able to say those words and those rally cries and, and the speeches and her strength and her attitude, being able to do that during COVID. Sorry, there's an ambulance. Like I'm in New York, so there's noises everywhere. Um, but being able to do that during a time of upheaval really in the world, which felt like was happening, um, especially in North America, uh, it was so cathartic, like just to be able to put all of what I was feeling into a character that's, she's a revolutionary. It's, it's incredible. So, um, she felt like, honestly, a bit of like a heaven sent for me. Like yeah. For Cause me on your, time. on your Instagram, you said it's got you behind the, the billboard of Far Cry 6 or in front of it. Mm-hmm. And it said, this character saved my sanity was in the caption. Oh yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. To be able to go to work during a lockdown. And I know, you know this, cause I know that Melbourne has been in oh. crazy lockdown. Yeah. But now it's changing or something. Which yeah, we're getting out getting out this week, yeah. Yeah. But being able to, you know, during a time where I couldn't really see anyone, um, it was a stay-at-home order in Toronto for a long time, mm. to be able to go to work and to uh, just – scream and yell and <laughs> and like command space and yeah. to um and to and to lead and and to be you know energized and inspired and mobilize people it was it it felt really like oh my gosh this is why my mental health is okay right now it's because i have this character that i can channel all of this into um, and it's also you're working was, with all these amazing people as well, you know. Oh, gosh. And it's, oh, my gosh. Even before COVID, it was such a blessing to work with these actors. But during it yeah. was a whole other gift. We all were like, I don't want to stop working. Like, please just, like, add on extra days. Like, I want to keep hanging out with these people and playing and our our writer – showrunner um Naveed he is such a great collaborator um his writing is fabulous but also his ability to like if I had questions about anything or which rarely happened but maybe felt like something needed to shift a little bit like he was so available and um it just created such a nice vibe on the set like when when the leader is an approachable um reasonable person it really sets the tone and um yeah we were really lucky we were really lucky to have him i'm having him on the show is there anything you want me to pass on to him oh my gosh (laughs) i mean i think he knows how much i adore him um I, so I'll let him know you hate him. 
Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> You'll know your line. Um, there was this speech that Clara has um, where they Which are one? around. It's the one, it's kind of one of her big last ones. She's throwing the the firecrackers into the fire. She's trying she's trying to make a scene. Um, and she there, she's in a circle, she's sort of circling around the fire. Mm-hmm. Um that scene and that day, there was a lot going on at the time with the Trump election. And we all were feeling really, um, there was just this feeling in the room that day of like, oh my gosh, I can't believe we're in this situation. Like, we're not even American, most of us, but we're so affected by American politics living in Mm. Canada. Mm. And I remember, you know, and I I don't mean to get political about it, but it it was just like, there was this, there was this feeling of, um, this sort of feeling of maybe a bit of like a defeat or like, I can't believe this is a world we live in. And something about being given that speech on that day, just like, Oh, like get, I got goosebumps thinking about it. It's Mm. like everyone in the room, I feel like all of our energy changed. Like we actually kind of became these people talking about, um, you know, a need the need to change <laughs> the state of the world and and there was this kind of little really bit cool of a parallel thing. for you guys yeah yeah there was some sort of parallel mm. uh stuff happening and anyway i just remember that day looking at at nav and we both like had tears in our eyes like we were just both like I, I and i said to him like thank you so much for writing this like i i feel so lucky to have these words pass my lips and um yeah it was just it was really special kisma says it's so wholesome to hear her talk like that about her co-worker workers mm. <laughs> thanks digital demonic hey dan been playing far cry since last week it was awesome six hours both characters hi from south australia thanks digital dog boy Thank you for coming a member for two months. I appreciate it, mate. Cyber, was it difficult to get the accent down, Jess? Um, I mean, yeah, but also we had a great coach, um, yeah. this guy named Carlos Diaz. He, who also um, he plays some of the supporting characters on the um, in the game. Um, he luckily Ubisoft gave us that resource. And so we really got to ask him anything we had, mm. you know, every time if I was going in for like a, a few days to record, he, I'd always have a dialect coaching with him. And, um, and he was always there listening and like would help if he's like, Oh, that sounds a little bit, you know, mm. let's try that again. Or, and so having that support was like massive because it's not super common that you have something like that. No. Um, and uh, yeah, it was fun. <laughs> I want to know what's the difference for you because you've done so many TV shows and movies and, and all that. And I want to know what's what was the big difference for you doing this game? 
over those projects? The hours. The hours <laughs> what more? More hours. Well, it's in in a way. Yeah, I don't know. It's well in the video game world. It's less hours. It's more like a nine to five job. It's like you go in in the morning, you leave at a reasonable yeah. time. Um, and in film and TV, you never know when you're going to finish. Like you could go in at five in the morning and good luck trying to make plans in the evening. Like you have no idea when you're going to be done. So kind of s- swallows up your life in, in a way, um, not complaining. It's just, it's a different beast and they, they need you to be on set because things take the time they take. Um, mm. also, Acting with a helmet on <laughs> that has all these cameras yeah. and then like trying to see your scene partner through the can, like just past the camera is a bizarre thing you need to get used to. Um, and during COVID it was even more bizarre because if we, we were doing one actor's body and face capture at a time, because we had to wear masks. So let's say it was Danny's coverage. So this is going to be Danny's uh, pass. The rest of us would have to wear masks and just the, how hard it would be to not openly speak through these cameras, but then to look at your scene partner who you can barely see because they have a mask on and their headset on. (laughs) It's just like, it's bizarre. Like it's a bizarre thing. Like in that way, it was a very interesting challenge. Um, But you've worked on this, you worked on this for a number of years. Yeah. So I, I were, yeah, about a year and a, about a year and a half. Um, Okay. It uh, sort of like I I'd finished all my motion capture yeah. in 2020, and then in okay. 2021 I had to do a lot of voice because I'm giving the player so much instruction. So I'd have to go in, yeah, just to do voice over the phone. Uh, yeah, didn't think of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how much? So how much voice work compared to motion capture? Like if you had to put a percentage on it. Um, it's probably hard to remember. It's probably Mm. 75% motion capture Mm. and Mm. 25% voice. Um, because the stuff that is happening with my body, like when I'm, when my character is actually there and you see her, they're capturing my voice at the same time. Um, it's really just those specific things like, like the, the voiceover stuff. So on the phone and yeah, that kind of thing. Um, Yeah. It's really funny doing video games though, because you have to record and I'm sure the other actors have talked to you about this, but you have to record all these different ways of dying. No, no. I've heard that from other actors, but not, not Sean. Yeah. It's so funny. Like it's, you have to, you know, <laughs> do six six different versions of dying by being burned alive. Like it's that kind of. Is that what it says? Where- Is that what it says in front of you? We need six yeah. versions of you burning to death. <laughs> yeah, they'll literally be like, 
one that lasts uh, two seconds, one that lasts five seconds, one that lasts eight seconds. Like, and now I, I've got to try was, and burn you in the game. I'm going to do that straight <laughs> after this interview. <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm going to send it Please. to you. Please. Yeah. Record it. Oh yeah. my gosh. There's also, we had to do like being killed by a crocodile. That was another one. Oh, um, that's awesome. That's great. Yeah, yeah. And all the different versions of being shot, like being shot, but you're not dead or being shot and it's really painful, but it's <laughs> like, you're scared you might die. Like it's like all these different, like, you yeah. know, it's like. At one out of ten, it's like okay, do a four, do a six, do it. Anyway, that's fantastic. It's fun, but you you have to be really careful as an actor not to burn your voice. Um, that's a big concern because you'll go in for three or four hours to do voice, and you're and in these cases you're screaming. Well, they leave um, them to the end, don't they? Usually the efforts. Yeah. 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 But uh, but even so, it's like. Even just talking for four hours is a straining. Yeah, it, it can, yeah. It, you know. Anyway, but no, um, no, it's fun. It, I love, I love it. It's so fun. I've done um, a voice for Assassin's Creed since, um, and that was yeah. I just it's it reminds me so much of kind of being in theater school, like. All yeah. the weird games you got to play in theater school is like, you rarely get to do that as a professional anymore. And this gives you the opportunity to kind of play in that like really imaginary space of mm. like, okay, I'm being eaten by a crocodile. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so do you want to do more video game work now that you've got a little bit of the bug? Or what? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'd love yeah. to. I love it. Yeah. It's, I mean, I, I think especially being, especially being a woman, to get to play an action character in some way is pretty exciting. And I didn't realize how great it was going to feel until I did it. Because um, I think I've always been sort of like, I don't know, maybe a snob in a way of like, well, I don't need to do action movies. I need to do serious dramas and da, da, da. And not that I don't love serious dramas, but I realized like the pleasure of, of mm. doing something like this too. And it's, it's really empowering. Like it really is. But you and- did have some great stuff to work with on this one. This, I wouldn't even mm-hmm. call it, it was an action, but like, you know, this had some heavy stuff in there, some good good material. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big time. Big time. It was such a gift, really. Kisma says, did you meet Giancarlo Esbacito? I sure did. Mm. I did meet him. Um, and just watching him was like i i mean i only did one scene with him and that was a fantastic scene by the way yeah 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 he's and like what a pro like he's such a pro he like i remember he made this choice to be eating in the scene and Mm. he's like chewing while he's talking but he's not actually eating anything right like he's just faking it because really we're doing a video game. Could have fooled and me. And so 
I know, me too. And I'm sitting right beside him. I'm going, I can't believe this guy's not actually eating anything. It's as if he's eating something. Like he's so good at pretending he's eating. Um, But stuff like that, like his choices were so interesting and he was so kind and he's very, he's just such a pro. Like he's just... Well, what makes that him a, what makes him a pro over other actors you've worked in? Not that the other actors aren't amazing, but like, what's is there a specific like difference that you can notice? Yeah, it's they make bold choices. Oh, like he okay. he made a bold choice in, and he embodied it fully. He hmm. didn't go halfway with it and go like, oh, I don't know, am I being too big? He just was. He just went. He was he felt like he was going big and, Mm. and he was confident about it. So you trust him as an audience member, as a scene partner, I'm just watching him and I trust him completely. Like, and that's what makes a good actor in, in my view is one that you can just relax when you watch them. Um, Mm. Because it's like, they're okay. You don't have to feel nervous for them. Like they got it. (laughs) And he's like that. Like he's got a presence. He's just, he fills up everything he's doing. Um, and so just watching that was like, I always learn when I get the fortunate opportunity to work with actors like that. I'm just like, wow, like they just trust themselves. Like they, they made a choice and they're, they're, they're leaning into it and it's beautiful thing to see. Um, is it hard when when an actor like that's going big in front of you and you know, like, in your mind that their, their acting is phenomenal right now, but you're the character, you've got to stay in character. Do you know what I mean? You know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like, you're yeah, in yeah, the scene with him and you know his acting is so good. I, I don't know. <laughs> do, do I, I, know I know exactly what you yeah. mean. That's so funny. There's definitely been moments mm. Um where I've forgotten my line because I just started watching the actor. Like I was like, Oh, right. Um, uh, I wish I had a specific example. I can't, I can't think off the top of my head, but it's definitely happened before you there's, I feel like there's always a bit of that. There's always Mm. a bit of you kind of watching them. Um, but the other part of your brain has to be stronger. The part of yeah, your brain yeah. that goes like be present in the scene mm. needs to be really strong. Otherwise you're going <laughs> to stay stuck in the watching because it's not only that you're watching them. That means you're watching yourself. Like it's kind of, it takes you out of the moment. So, but it's natural and it happens, but you really need that other muscle to bring you back. Dogboy 76, Dan, you're a legend. I'm off to bed. And Jess, you angel, you smashed it. You have <laughs> so sweet. You have bigger roles coming. Love, Tyler. Thank you. Thanks, Tyler. What a lovely thing to say. Uh, Batman here says, "Did Far Cry Six impact your personal life?" Interesting question. I mean, I think we touched on it before in terms of mental health and that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think especially while I was doing the motion capture i think i felt like i was even walking differently in my in just my normal life like i felt like i was Mm. more grounded and uh just taking up space like just really like kind of like taking up space moving through the world a bit more confidently and it's 
that's that's the blessing of being an actor and maybe the curse depending on the character you're playing but they do sort of rub off on you um and I, I love that and also I've made amazing friends like from this from from this game um and yeah so in a way it's definitely impacted my life is there anyone particular <laughs> in the cast that you really got along with um um well I was already friends with Umberly who plays um Yeonran like the baseball oh great character um yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and um uh, but I worked a lot with Nisa and Sean. Yeah. Um, I became really good friends with with Manuel, who plays Philly, who's incredible. Oh, he's great. He's yeah, really great. He's, he's the real deal. And he's like, he he also helped do some of the writing on the game. Is itself. he is he like the character a little bit as well? Have they got a lot of, have they got similarities or not? I wonder what he'd say, probably yeah. in a way. Okay. Like they're both very kind of go with the flow, like kind of a bit mm. easygoing um, and like a little like kooky in in the best way. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, definitely those, definitely those guys. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Powell. Hey, Dan. Hey, Jess. You have really pretty and gorgeous hair. Tremendous performance. Thank you. <laughs> Are you talking about my hair? I don't think so. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I think he's talking about your hair, unfortunately. Thank you. <laughs> you have nice hair too, Dan. Come on. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, far out. Um. Now, I'm going to mention a spoiler here, guys, okay? So, everyone in the chat, you've been warned, okay? Spoiler warning. Now, why do you always die in everything you're in? (laughs) (laughs) Good question. (laughs) Um, That's an actor's uh, worst nightmare. I just want to stay alive. I need to die. Oh, I want to stay alive. Um. I do uh, die in a lot of things. I don't know why. I don't know. No. It's uh it's the I think in a, in some ways it might be because um because I'm Canadian and I've been and I work on a lot of American things. There's nothing to do with being Canadian, but it's because yeah. I'm a local, and and many times I'm a local actor on some of the, on some of the shows I do. Yeah, meaning right. they they if they're just keeping a character around for one season, let's say, mm-hmm. it's almost better for a production to hire someone who's local because it's in a way less of an investment mm. than bringing someone you know from LA or whatever to come live in Canada for a few months and then die and. <laughs> It, like yeah. so they they kind of like look for locals to play some of those parts i guess yeah um that's the only thing that makes any sense to me um i'd like to think i'm not cursed uh forever with with the cuz dying cuz in games usually the actors i've spoken to they they don't usually they haven't seen the full script a lot oh, of the yeah, time oh yeah that you happens I mean? too yeah yeah, yeah yeah so i was wondering like did you know about 
your character's death early on or did that something you discovered later on or what? Good question. I probably, I don't think I knew, I didn't know. I didn't know up front. No? I think I, I think I probably knew maybe my first meeting with them after I'd gotten the job. Yeah. But, um, yeah, especially with a video game, you're not getting all the scripts right away because they're building the game while you're doing it. Mm. So they're like, they'll realize like, oh, we need a scene here. Or like there's, there's, it's kind of a, that's why the, that's why it takes so long mm. is they're constructing the game while you're doing it. So then in a few months they're like, guess what? We wrote some more scenes or we need to do these scenes now. Um, so uh Yeah. And in terms of television shows, I mean, yeah, sometimes also you don't know. It depends where the story goes. Like, there's definitely yeah. times where it's like, I wish this wasn't the case, but <laughs> makes most sense if we kill your character. And you're like, mm, cool, thanks. <laughs> so have yeah. you seen your work yet on Far Cry 6? Like, have you seen, have you gone on YouTube um, and watched or what? I've I've seen some stuff on YouTube mm. um, because I've been traveling since it came out. Like I haven't been in a place. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm waiting to play it, but I'm definitely going to, I'm definitely going to play it with some of the actors oh, yeah? when I get back to Toronto. Oh yeah. Nice. <laughs> I'm not really a gamer. I've never like, I've never had it. I've never been a gamer, I guess, not saying I don't like games. Um, yeah. I think they're cool. But you've um, never owned a PlayStation or anything? No. No, and not to be gendered about it, but I, especially at the time growing up in the 90s, it was very much like a thing boys did. And yeah. I didn't have any bro- and I didn't have any brothers. So I was kind of like outside of that world anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you reckon yeah. you'll play it? like to an audience or just you guys without like oh interesting question mm. that's a good idea i'm mm. gonna plant that seed you should because people would love to see that yeah that would be fun that would be fun so when what was your reaction when you first saw the character like the the art of it or the the look of the character when was that later um, it must have been was, later on yeah well they changed her a little bit, but the first time I saw her image was my first meeting with oh really um, with with Navid and and okay. Grant, our director. Um, That's actually unusual. Amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They had a poster. I was in their off. I was in the in the Ubisoft offices on like a Sunday, and they're like, "Do you want to see your character?" And I was like, "Yeah." Nah. And they had the, <laughs> they had a po. Yeah, I was like, "Nah." Um, they had a. They had a poster of her and she was like in this like badass position and they're gone. I think I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I remember going, oh my God, she's so hot. Like I remember (laughs) saying like, she's so cool. She's so hot. Oh my God. I can't believe I get to play her. Like I was like, ah, I was freaking out. Um, they changed uh, her a little bit. I think they added the gray streaks. Like she, I'm pretty sure when I saw her, she didn't have the gray, the gray in her hair. Mm, okay. Um, um, but definitely she had braids and anyway. So what's it like? 
because this game's a unique game in that you have to play off a male and female version of the lead character. And Sean said that you had to do the scenes with the different actors, right? So what was that like? Because I've played both male and female, and you've got a good chemistry with both. I don't know how you do it. So like, talk us through that. That's so such a good question, and it was a really interesting process because we had to do it the same, uh. but there was definitely some flavors that come out that's different. My dynamic with, with a guy is different than my dynamic with a girl. And, um, and, and it's a great thing. I mean, that's what Mm. makes life interesting is like kind of the nuance and behavior. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, it was, but, but it was funny because I, I wanted to be even more like, I wanted to be different. My, my instinct as an actor is to go, Mm. Oh, I'm, I, if, if Clara is going to be flirty with Danny in any way, the way I'm flirting with a guy is different than the way I'm flirting with a girl. It's just, it's not going to be exactly the same. And so I wanted to like even play it up more, but it's like the restrictions of the game in a way in in Mm. the engineering, like you can't be like super different. Um, But it was, it was really cool. I remember I, I think I'd set, so there's sort of one of the Dannys, either the male or the female will master the scene, meaning they'll do the first pass. And then the other Danny has to do the same thing, like has to kind of follow the same choreography, same blocking, say the, the line in the same amount of time. Mm. It's very difficult for like what Nisa and Sean did is really hard very like honestly Mm. yeah super technical and um uh i think i had mastered the first scene with sean meaning i had i had done a few passes with him so i was used to him and then and then i and then nisa came in and i went i was like oh my god this is such this is a different vibe like but now i now i'm used to now i have to do it the way i did it with him but i almost want to do it different now um Mm. So it was also, is this weird kind of, um, there's this, there's this delicate sort of line you walk where mm. you kind of have to make it work with both characters and not make your choices very, very different or different at all. So, um, it was, it was interesting. It was really interesting. And I loved playing with both of them for completely different reasons. Like they would bring out a different thing in me. Um, I'm, you know, like physically I'm taller than Nisa and that's already a different dynamic than Sean, where I think Sean and I are close to the same height, which is like a different, it's a different dynamic when someone's close to your height and someone's smaller than you. Mm. It's like this interesting thing. So Anyway, I learned a lot actually from that. I learned a lot about, um, See, I think, how to how to stay alive in all you know, and and be um, conscious of being honest with both actors, but yet making the same choice. It's like a, this is a weird. It's a weird thing. I know you got. <laughs> I know you got to go soon. I got a few more for you. 
please. Mm-hmm. I was was it written in that like because playing through the game, you're very commanding, always com- like commanding, and always the leader in the room. Was that was that what Navid told you how to play it, or the the cinematic director or whoever that was? was that how you were told to play it, or did that just come out? Because um, the presence was you would the presence that you had on the screen was just there the whole time. If that makes sense. That's that's great. I'm happy to hear that. <laughs> um, yeah, in a way, like mm. you get a really great description of your character. Actually, more descriptive than any film and TV job will give you. Mm. Like they told me everything. Like this is her past. These were her parents. This is this was her first girlfriend. This was her first boyfriend. This is like how old she was when she went to university. This is like what she did. This is like how she got, um, like that's fantastic. How she how she got um, became a part of Libertad. How she founded Libertad. How, all of that, like, and so that was um, really helpful. Like, it's really useful because you you really know where she came from. So. Mm. Knowing everything they gave me, I know that she's incredibly passionate and she's kind of sacrificed everything to be in a position that she's in now. And she's so she she's getting closer and closer to her objective. So in a way, it's like there's so much at stake and she needs to occupy this role. Otherwise, the whole movement will fall apart. So being conscious of that and knowing that it, it does endow you with, with a level of, of like uh, gravitas. It's like, no, I, this is, you mm. need to listen to me. I mean, I'm, I'm, your lives are in my hands. Like the nation is in my hands. Like, so <laughs> yeah, it's, you, you got in a way, like she's got to be commanding. Otherwise, it doesn't really work, and you're not going to really listen to her. You must be proud, though, of what you've done here, what you guys have done. You guys must be very proud, I'm guessing. Yeah. I, I mean, I I don't want to speak for other people, but I think the game looks amazing. Mm. I thought the writing was great. Um, I loved the team. I had so much fun doing it. So that's all you can really, you know, bet on in a way in this industry like you hope it's received well and it seems to be being received well which is amazing but i don't have control over how people are receiving it the only thing i have control over is being you know a good scene partner and as good of an actor as i can be Mm. and and i feel like in that way i think we all did our best and and we did it respectfully and and uh we brought out the best in each other in ways so um, yeah. I 100% agree. Alex says, what was your favorite line in the game? Mine was, American dream doesn't come in our color. That's a nice That's a nice Ooh, line. I like that one. That was so good. Mm. That's so good. Oh, my gosh. He's putting me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember. I mean. You, you said before, your favorite. One of your favorite scenes was the fireworks. Yeah. yeah, but I but I do love that line. That's a great line, and I'm gonna steal that as my favorite for the steal moment. Steal it from now on. 
in any other interviews. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Da- Daniel, you look can you can you tell her she looks gorgeous for me? Oh, thanks. How, how, You're so cute. <laughs> how is the how has the fan messages been? Have you got a few fan messages? Or what? Yeah, I've had some messages. I've had some people that, that did cosplay for for oh, Clara, yeah. like dressed up. That's cool. That was really that I can't wait for more of that. I can't wait one day to go to Comic Con for this, but um Yeah. Do you the think fans you'll do have a, been wonderful? Do you think you'll do a live signing or anything like that down the road? Yeah, I would do it for yeah. sure. Yeah. Cool. I I I feel like the fans are really like I have so much respect for the investment of time in in a way in the story, mm. right? Like being a gamer and and like and so I feel like at least the messages I've received, and again, because I've never done this before, um are so thoughtful, like really um not just like Oh, thanks. Good job. It's it's very like yeah. They're in the story. They get invested mm. in the story almost in another level and um I, yeah, I'm just I'm I'm sort of, you know, blown away by that in a, in, a, in a way and um, yeah. and super flattered and honored. Yeah. That's fantastic. Um have you got any other upcoming projects that you can talk about that we should keep well, an eye on? Sure. Well, I just I'm on a series um that's based on a graphic novel. Um it's called Why the Last Man. I um, I've been meaning to watch it. I think I'm I think I'm going to um, love it. It is truly the best TV series I've ever been a part of. I mean like in terms of wow. The content, the writing, the mm. The story is there's so many stories to tell um in in it's about a a plague that kills all the mammals with a y chromosome, mainly all the cisgender men <laughs> so that's except right. for one <laughs> that's right of course yeah yeah, yeah. and um hence the name it, hence yeah. the name yeah <laughs> um, uh. and it's just like it really starts to break open things to do with gender and, and how we perform, you know, what does it mean to be a woman in a world where there's no cisgender men? Like, how do you perform your femininity? Do you perform it? What, what does that look like? And there's just like tons of questions. And also the world is in an apocalypse. Like it's literally half the population died. So it's like complete shit show. Um, (laughs) um, But it's also like really funny and (laughs) shockingly um that was the word i'd I'd think of it's it's like kind of a it's like a i don't want to say it's a dark comedy it's not exactly dark comedy it's but there's elements of there's comedic yeah Yeah. um and uh anyway that's on it's on in in the states it's fx on hulu so it's on hulu and in australia it's on another I think it's on Foxtel here. I think I've seen yeah. it. Yeah. It's on some, one of your streamers too because my okay. friends in Australia have been watching it, but I don't remember. What I'm going to check it out. Shows. Are you a recurring role or what? Yeah. 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 I'm I'm in eight out of the ten episodes. Oh, nice. 
Um, nice. I is there an, is there a new it. seasons coming, or you can't say, or? Um, that's sort of up in the air at the moment. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. But we're hoping, we're, we're fingers crossed, eh? We're hoping something yeah. happens, yes. Yeah. For sure. Anything else that you want to plug? Right now? No, I think that's like, that's my main, that's my main baby. Cool. That one in Far Cry. Mm-hmm. Not not a two bad projects to be a part of, I'll tell you right now. No. <laughs> can't complain. <it's> <laughs> I can't complain. I love them uh. both and I love both of the characters and they're so different and... Anyway, it's, a, it's such a pleasure. Is there anything you want to say to the fans quickly? Um, you guys are so amazing, and thank you for coming out and supporting and and investing so much love and time in in this game. Like we made it with a lot of love, and we had a lot of fun. And I hope people continue to have fun playing it. I will. Thank you for coming on, Jess. <laughs> I hope you've had a had a good time. I've had a great time. You're a great interviewer. Laid back and your environment. Fans are so nice. Laid back environment. Just chill. Two friends hanging out. That's it. Yeah, I love it's it. It's the vibe. I love it. No, it is. It's been a it pleasure. Is. I hope you have a a lovely night, and I look forward to talking to you soon. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Likewise. Take care. Okay. Take care. Bye.